This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Smith courts one into right down the line. It may go. You're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Here's your host, Brent McMillan. Welcome in to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. My name is Brett McMillan. Opening day was this past Friday, and it was fun to see the Cardinals back on Fox Sports Midwest. Dan McLaughlin, of course, was on the call, as he has been for so many years. You may have also heard Dan recently on Cardinals.com. He called the majority of the Cardinals' inner squads. It was the first time that baseball had been played since March the 12th. That was the final game down at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium in Jupiter, Florida. Dan was on the call for that one for Fox Sports Midwest as well. All that time went by, four months. The Cardinals get into summer camp, and they can't play the traditional exhibition. They only had one against Kansas City just a few days before the opener. So instead, to get reps and get at-bats, they played each other in inter-squad games. Really an interesting dynamic, something that we do not see very often here in Major League Baseball. So I talked today with Dan about what it was like to be behind the mic for that, what it was like to be the first one through the door, bringing MLB back to the, the baseball fans here in St. Louis and the Midwest. And that is the topic of today's show. Sports broadcast, just a lot different in general in a post-COVID world, and I wanted to know exactly how calling the online stream was maybe a little bit different from TV. Here's what Dan had to say about that. Well, it's different because we don't have a lot of the bells and whistles that we're used to. Uh, It's me alone in a booth and with a microphone and just watching the field and seeing what's going on. There's really nobody in my ear telling me to read a promo. Uh, It's just trying to do the game. And it took me back to calling high school baseball and college baseball except uh, there's some guys out on that field that make a little bit more money than those kids did. Uh, so it's, it's different in that regard, but it's still, it's still baseball. And I know at the end of the day, that's what people want to see. They want to see their favorite team. They want to see Bush Stadium and they want to see baseball. So it gives them something to look forward to. As I mentioned a moment ago toward the top of the show that, hey, this is the first game really to go out anywhere since March the 12th, as far as Cardinal baseball is concerned. So what was it like for Dan getting back on the mic that first time to call an inter-squad game? After I got done, uh, it reminded me of how much I missed it, how much I love it. And it was two and a half hours or whatever it was of that game that took my mind off of what we all as a society have been dealing with in our daily lives, whatever that may be, with the virus. Um, And so it was just baseball. And I hope that's what it did for everybody else too, was uh, basically just, it was baseball. It was a diversion, it was fun, it was entertainment. And that's what it is for me. When I get behind a mic, it's what I love. It's not a job, it's what I enjoy. I love the game, love the Cardinals, love being at Bush Stadium. And so that's what it was like for me. It was a diversion, it was fun. 
I loved it, I enjoyed it, and I hope everybody else did too. Maybe you've thought of this, maybe you haven't, but just like for the players on the field, it's a different experience and feel with no fans. There's a, a certain amount of energy that fans create that really helps to propel the game, and that holds true for the broadcast booth too. They feed off of that energy, they feed off that excitement in the building. Now the great ones, like Dan, are able to bring that themselves. They also feed energy back into the the scenario. They bring that and create that themselves. But I'm sure it's still a challenge for him, and, and for what it's worth, I think one that he's met really well. But it's a challenge to try to keep energy up when there's not that crowd around you. So I asked him, what is it like to try to maintain energy when there's no fans in the seats? I have to remember that fans are tuned in to enjoy the game. And so my responsibility is to entertain and not to be, you know, you can't be like that just because there's not fans here. Um, my, my job is to entertain and that's what I'm gonna do, whether there's fans in the stands or not. And I've done plenty of games where there is not a lot of atmosphere and there's not a lot of fans in the stands prior to this year. Now, there's literally no fans in the stands this year and that's okay. It's not ideal, but still I have to entertain and that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to come to the ballpark every day with a smile on, realize that it's supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be entertaining, and I need to be energized and that's what I'm going to do. Normally before a Major League Baseball game, even in spring training, there are what are called game notes. Uh, they are packets of information put together by the PR staffs of, of each club and they list what a player has done in recent games, maybe if it's toward the beginning of spring training or really throughout the regular season, there's always a section that has bios of different players, just a, a lot of stats that a broadcaster can dig into. None of that is available in a game note form. There's a media guide for the whole year, and certainly there's the internet, but no game notes assembled before each inter-squad game. So I wanted to know, how do you prepare for something like this? It's not a traditional game, but yet you are trying to present it in a form and fashion that is as close as possible to a traditional broadcast. I have no game notes. Uh, I do a lot of it if not all of it off the top of my head and I watch what's happening on the field. You know, the great Jack Buck, when I did a radio game one time with him and I, I did multiple games with him, he took my game notes one day and threw them in the trash and he said, kid, remember you're the eyes and ears for those that can't see. Now this was, um, this was on the radio and he said, but you're the eyes and ears for those that can't be here, they can't see the game. So just tell them what's happening on the field. And that was the idea the other night was, okay, I don't have a game note. I don't really have anything going on in terms of what has happened like in recent history, the last couple of days, last week or whatever. There's nothing going on in the league to refer to. So just kind of describe what's happening on the field. And remember, the fans hadn't seen these guys in a long time. So that's what they want to see. They just want to see their favorite player. They want to see Bush Stadium. They want to see the green grass. They want to be a part of Cardinal baseball. So give him Cardinal Baseball, and that's what I tried to do. Dan is from South St. Louis. He certainly understands the passion that Cardinal fans have, that it's not just here in St. Louis, but it, it goes far beyond multiple states around the state of Missouri, really a coast-to-coast -coast national and even maybe international fan base with the history and the allure of the St. Louis Cardinals. So I know that means a lot to Dan. He and I have talked about that before, and I asked him what did it mean for him specifically to be able to bring back baseball to the people of St. Louis and to all Cardinal fans everywhere. The first 30 seconds uh, when we came on the air, 
meant a lot. It actually was very emotional for me because on a personal level, it's as I mentioned and have mentioned to many people, this is what I do and this is what I love and I'm from this town. So I understand the importance of Cardinal baseball and then to be the conduit between the fan and the team and to have the voice that brought them back in, however they were taking in their game, a tablet, a computer, their phone, their TV, um, it was emotional because I know so many people have been through so much on every walk of life and the connection is here, baseball. And uh, I get goosebumps thinking about it right now and understand that I was a part of that maybe and putting some people at ease or have a smile on their face or maybe a tear in their eye, um, that means a lot to me. That was such a good answer from Dan, and I like to wax poetic on this kind of stuff. I just think baseball is different. It's the reason it's my favorite sport. It's probably the reason a lot of you love it is that there's just this tie. It ties families to families. Uh, Baseball ties people to their community. It's this everyday rigor, this rhythm of life, and there's something special about the game of baseball, and Dan just uh, sums things up so well, and so I wanted to ask him, what to him is it that that people connect with when it comes to the game of baseball? Baseball is about families, it's about kids, it's about mom, dad, grandparents. It's hopefully soon, at some point in our lives, coming back to the ballpark. And if not, it's listening on the radio, it's listening uh, to hopefully us doing a game and watching on television and taking that time as a diversion from our everyday lives and making that a part of your life as an entertainment and a diversion for a few hours to where you come together, you talk about the game and you enjoy it. It's something that's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be entertainment. And it takes you away from some of the nastiness that's going on in our lives right now. And that's what I think baseball is going to do as we move forward in the summer. And hopefully it's going to be a nice long stretch of baseball for Cardinal fans and postseason play. And that's what I think it does. It brings us together, and it has for many, many years. Smaller crew than usual. The Fox Sports Midwest group was not the ones who put these games on. It was instead a group called Cardinals Creative. It's the scoreboard crew for the St. Louis Cardinals. They were the ones that staffed the behind-the-scenes aspect of these inter-squad games. It's a group of guys that I get to work with on occasion as well. They're dedicated. They're hardworking they do a great job, and uh, I'll let Dan tell you about it, but let's just say that they were they were doing some things they wouldn't normally do on a game night to run the scoreboard, and yet I thought that the, the broadcast looked phenomenal on those inter-squad games a week or two uh, back here. So let's, let's give it to Dan. Just what did it take to get this thing off the ground from a technical standpoint, and what was it like for him working with those guys? The folks behind the scenes with the Cardinals in the scoreboard room, the ones that put this on the air did an amazing job. And I'm not sure our fan base understands. We had people that were in positions to put this on the air that had never done things that night and subsequent nights after that that had never done those things before. Running cameras, uh, directing the game, producing the game, the sound of the game, and they did it flawlessly. They did it amazingly. It's very hard to do television. It's not an easy thing to do. And they did it flawlessly. So if you were at home or wherever you were taking in the game, you had no idea that these people had never done it before. So they are to be commended because they did an amazing job in what was an important night to put baseball back on the air and give fans what they were craving, which was a game to see baseball back on the air, Cardinal baseball. So they deserve all the credit. 
Big shout out to Danny Mack, to all the scoreboard crew guys, to everybody who helped to make this thing possible. I know those inner squads for me as a fan, sitting down and watching them was awesome because it made it feel like summer. It made life feel a little bit more normal. And we hope that, uh, that baseball being back just gives you that sense of normalcy at least a little bit for a couple hours each night when there is a game. Hope that you get the same from the podcast here. I think I said it the last time we came to you, but if you didn't join us then, um, we are trying to do this every single week. It might be every 10 days, every 14 days or so, but we are continuing to do these episodes throughout the course of the baseball season. Please do be patient with us, uh, just like many of you are experiencing. We're trying to figure out kind of what a new normal looks like, and so we're committed to bringing you these programs, but also may have to adjust what would be our normal seven-day interval between episodes. Thank you to Dan McLaughlin for his time, for his insights. Cardinals Insider TV is back as well. There's going to be a tandem piece to this podcast, which will show you from a video perspective what it was like for Dan in the booth. You can watch that on a local TV station. You can head on over to cardinals.com insider to see where to watch. Or you can be dialed into our YouTube. It'll land there as well. And there's a lot of other great brand new content related to the St. Louis Cardinals at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Cardinals takes you directly there. For Danny Mack, I'm Brett McMillan. Great to be with you as always. Talk to you next time right here on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.